formal mission of U equals me is stated as a movement of conscientious objectors to intolerance, or simply stated, a movement against intolerance. And the exploration of that statement really gets to what what are the similarities between people? What do we all have in common? Why are we really equal as humankind? And that's what we're going to explore. This podcast is about exploring conversational thoughts and interviews with extraordinary people living ordinary lives of well-being. Discussions on exactly what well-being means to people day to day, factors that can influence it both internally and externally. We glean insights on how to survive and thrive in feeling satisfied in life with a greater sense of purpose. Guest hosts bring fresh new outlooks and opinions from spirituality, science, worldviews, and standing up and speaking out for what's right. It's pretty interesting. Man needs each other and planet Earth to survive. Check it out. I think you'll like what you hear. and welcome to our You Equals Me podcast. Thank you, friends and family from around the world for your incredible support. We are on Maui, so it may be a little noisy. We have these incredible birds here called Francolins that sound like they're yelling cheeseburger, cheeseburger. The flora and fauna just gorgeous. We had a beautiful red cardinal visit us in our lanai, and we have feral chickens and roosters we can hear uh, at any given time. <laughs> so. Uh, we find Maui to be a special place, in part because it's an island. Resources are precious, wildlife is respected and honor, and the people here have a deep sense of love for their land. When you spend time outside of being a tourist, you can feel this healing element about the place. Drivers are even kind here on Maui. And so it inspires me to think about love in a deeper sense. Our You Equals Me Foundation is the support of a loving awareness of our equality as humanity in service with practice and education. It's a constant reminder that we need to practice and live in our beliefs, especially in times like we are experiencing with COVID and our political divides about truth. It's so easy to be tipped off balance. My name is Cindy Jarvis. I'm your host today. And I am the inspiration behind the You Equals Me Foundation. I used to be a spiritual seeker, but now I describe myself as a spiritual finder. Seek and ye shall find. I've always found this proverbial saying interesting because from my perspective, it is misunderstood. In the biblical sense, this means come to God and your prayers will be answered. Or in a broader literal sense, effort will be rewarded. Your effort to find God will be rewarded. In my opinion, and through my studies of consciousness and divinity, seek and ye shall find, to me, is an invitation to know yourself as a part of or aspect of God herself, himself. It's an invitation to know who and what you are, to discover or rediscover your true origin. This is man's biggest question, isn't it? Who am I? Our questions will always be answered if the mind is open willing, and allowing to receive the information about the self that we may be seeking. And interestingly, we've been misled in our societies and societies before us. I say interestingly because 
Not enough questions are being asked in our old ways of being. We've inherited a belief of who we are through our past generation for thousands of years, inherited beliefs about life and how the universe works. We have to make some critical shifts in our reality. The time has come, and the time is now, for transformative change to live the empowered and fulfilling life that has always been there for us. Today I want to put some introspective thoughts out there about love and its true meaning, if we can find it. What Maui's teaching me. We agree with John Lennon, all you need is love, and many of us have heard, we come from love. But what does that really mean? To live in love is quite different than to be in love with someone or something. To live in love is to claim, I am in love. And to claim something, or the I am, is an intricate aspect of our consciousness. I actually wanted to look this up so I could explain what it means to claim something for yourself. And it is your past, present, and future thoughts and actions that make up the totality of you as an expression of consciousness in your physical body. This is the work and mantra of D. Wallace, Paul Selig, Eckhart Tolle, Dr. Jean Houston, David Bohm, just to name a few of my resources. We are responsible in directing our own willingness to listen or to accept new ideas based upon our own requirements, decrees, or authority. In other words, we choose for ourselves because really no one else can choose for you. According to the author and spiritual educator Paul Selig, the decree of love, I am in love, is a vibratory claim. Now, vibratory claim or universal life energy is simply a way to describe your overall state of being. Scientists such as David Bohm and many, many others are now confirming that everything in the universe is made up of energy and vibrating at different frequencies. Lower vibrations of being, such as fear or hatred, are being associated with disempowering thoughts, negative emotions, poor health, as well as lack of spiritual awareness. The teachings of Ram Das and the Hanuman Center here on Maui is the teaching of true love, the real love, not the lust for another human being. The Ram Das teachings of love is really we're all just walking each other home, home to the love from which we came. Love is not an obsession. Love is not a feeling or demand you make upon another. Love is not a set of behaviors. The frequency of love is the current that carries all things to beauty. Because love is where you come from, we are not strangers to its source. Our human experience is to seek and find love within ourselves. We can think of times in our lives when we felt immense love. For some of us, this would be the birth of a child. This total connection to love can't be explained or forced. Because love is always in flow, you can't catch it. You can enter it and partake in it. When you enter the space of love, the search is finished, and we can stop wasting time trying to find people and things to give us this experience. You let it come to you, not from the outside. The requirement for the allowance or the agreement to love is simply saying yes to it. 
To say yes to love is to move into alignment with love which is always present. We don't see it because we expect it to be what it's not. For example, I'm so in love with this man or this woman or I love this house. We mistake love for passion or things. We mistake love for what we want it to be. Comfort from loneliness and companionship, although not wrong. But in fact, love expresses itself beyond all of these things and is always available to us at all times, and we mistake it for nothing. We want the perfect partner. We want the perfect house, the one who has the power to answer all of our prayers, to arrive in our lives and say, yes, you can have this, instead of us saying yes to love. We actually limit love by all of our decisions about it the restrictions of love that we believe in. I will love a beautiful person or maybe that rich man. I will love my children, but not the orphans over there or that homeless man over here. I love my family, but not the people with different skin color or less educated or less fortunate. We demand love in such self-serving ways. We really do by our judgments of others. We think we're abiding in love because we're in agreement to a set of doctrines or someone else's rules. For example, only a man and a woman can experience love. Some of these societal agreements are made incorrectly for us at the highest levels of leadership. As long as love is defined as a should, we'll always be confused about it. We know any agreement made in love, the creative property of love, is the most powerful force on earth. We are creating love when we were in truthfulness and integrity with one another. True love is being in accord or agreement with the river or vibration of love. The divine river of love carries all things to it and through it. When you are truly willing to know love, what love is not will make itself known to you. This can be painful to the dreary little ego who thought love could only be a certain thing or a certain way. When love is allowed to be love, when it is allowed to be agreed to, without a moniker, without an outcome, you become open to recognizing love as a divine aspect of the self that is not an action but a way of being. Love avails itself as all things. Describing love as all things does not mean that you love unconditionally, the rain as well as the snow, the light and the dark. True love means that you're realizing the action of love that expresses through you. And you are no longer recognizing yourself as a lover. You have become both the recipient of divine love and the expression of it. Paul Selig invites us to imagine a lantern, always filled, always burning. This is divine love as you and through you. To love another through our own qualifications, the way they look, what they do for work, how they may fit in, has nothing to do with love. It's really more about the personality's agenda. We do not recognize the homeless man as one who can be loved, and in our refusal, we have denied love. We understand intellectually the idea that If, indeed, there is a God, he would love all things equally. But we do not wish to be like God, to love as God can. 
We want to select that which we love. As Paul explains, we can taste the crumb of love in a relationship we hold close to our heart, but the entire piece of cake we'll never find because we're satisfied with the crumbs. To truly love another human being is to ask nothing of them. To cherish another human being is to cherish them because they be, not because of what they do or how they present themselves to the world. To accept them as they are, even when they don't live up to our own expectations. Love is not about getting someone to be who we want them to be, someone who will confirm the needs that we require them to fill. This is not love. We will never know the lessons that another soul has chosen to experience in the physical realm. Some of us have chosen to learn in some very challenging ways. The homeless man may be learning the highest lessons of all, but we do not accept this because we think there is a God who favors some more than others. We think the homeless man must be punished for something they did or did not do or some choice that he or she made. This is not the case. Each of us has come to learn different things about our physicality. Those who have come to learn the most challenging lessons have chosen to learn the hardest and the highest at the same time. This is not a noble act, it's a choice the soul makes prior to incarnation. Every human being born is loved equally, by source, no matter what the situation. Everyone is given the gift of their authentic self and free will. When we understand the gift of free will, when we understand it is the right to choose, the ability to say yes, and to confirm what you require, the claim, I am in love. When we claim, I am in love, we will understand the manifestation of our individual reality. To truly know love is to say yes to it. Love conducts itself as it always has, but now with you included in it when you claim it. We idealize love. I'll catch that beautiful butterfly before it flies away from me too quickly. This is a romantic ideal. Love is an eternal act because it is source or God in action. Many of us refuse love because we think we have something to hide. A deep, dark secret, a terrible shame, a flaw we fear of not being worthy that could keep us from love. This fear of a fatal flaw, must be released to fully accept our rightful place in love. Love is not having the right companion or loving your children because they are doing as you wish. It is simply realization. The agreement to open to love is to agree to our own potential to be loved, to be encompassed by love, to be shown love, and to align to its essence, is to release all resistance to it. Love is the truth of who we are because it is our it is our source of origin. And the truth is, it's impossible for you to be without love. It is only you believe you are without love. Our society, some parents, teachers, withhold love as a punishment or as a form of control. The power we hold in our human potential our inner goodness and our intentions to be loved is critical for us to understand. The world is in need, now more than ever, 
of people who have the ability to become powerful creative stewards of love in humanity's course, to make a difference, to make the difference. We can do this, we can. We have to get rid of our old sense of being limited. As Dr. Jean Houston says, we can no longer live as encapsulated bags of skin dragging around a dreary little ego. Dr. Houston's research uncovers the access we have to the powers of love that give us keys, keys to our emerging existence. We have time to launch in a new direction, but we must act with urgency. We can't go on as business as usual. Feels like we're living at the end of an era and not quite in the beginning of a new one. Feeling frustrated in the need to wake up. Feeling a higher calling. We all want to be bigger humans. We have the capacity to do what we are being called to do. We have the capacity not to waste any more time. The world will open up for us in ways with all kinds of possibilities and synchronicities. This is the most important path for us evolving into a much higher potential. We want to be magnificent humans. No matter what your life looks like now, or what unique challenges you have, access to the power of love in your life. You do. We all do. I promise. Just remember, we're all walking each other home. Mahalo. Bye for now. Thank you for giving us your time. Please share this podcast to further our global mission of compassion and equality. For those who wish to support the U Equals Me Foundation, your tax-deductible purchases of U Equals Me local wear can be found at uequalsme.org or uequalsme Etsy store, all one word in your Google search. For a complimentary copy of our ebook, Wisdom Along the Way, a book of notes and quotes, you can join our One Worlders group email list at uequalsme.org. Links will be in the show notes. Much love around the world. Be safe, be kind, be you.